the process podcast episode 206 and it's a fantastic evening do you call it an evening if it's still um light outside uh yeah 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 it doesn't go by by um by by brightness it's by time no what quantifies the start of an evening when does Oh, when does afternoon go into evening go into night? I would say afternoon is 12 to 4. Okay. Or 12 to 5? I would say 4 or 5. 4 or 5 okay. is is the tipping point into evening. And then is night. Point? And then to me maybe night, I think I would start maybe 9. 9 to midnight is the transition. See, in the winter time, when it's dark at 4.30. Yeah. It feels weird saying it's the evening when it's pitch black outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but I just like it's dark. I just say it's night all the time. That's true. You're, you're a vampire. We had, we, had, we had a vampire moment last night versus oh, um, yeah. Discord uh. doing some sketches. And then we you, you put on like a, a despair chill playlist yeah which was quite which was quite chill like i loved it and then you put on what was it called like you're in a gothic cathedral and there's vampires around it would yeah let me find it exactly i think it was like you're in a gothic cathedral full of vampires i think it's called and that was the name of the mix but it kind of turned into i liked a few of the tracks but it, it seemed like it was turning into just some like weird elvish accordion type music i'm like i don't know how to feel about this possibly yeah we got to get like the like dark like satanic oh no i've got that i found another one a while ago (laughs) and it's um, it was almost too fast i'm gonna oh yeah don't trust me let me find i gotta pull it up it's this actually i found one last night popped up songs for a dying sun and as it's S U N O N S U N is in the end of the universe or or oh. galaxy. Oh, um, this this channel called Cryo Chamber, and they've got some really. The channel's name is Cryo Chamber. Yeah, the the some some of the uh, the names of the mixes are pretty sweet. Like this one, songs over a red planet. Oh, I like songs that. for a dying sun. Songs for dark gods. These sound like they're gonna hit. Temple Can you imagine of Cthulhu. If it was all just. <laughs> what if it was all just great gig in the sky, just on repeat over? I mean, that makes sense. And over for Temple, like an hour. Temple of Cthulhu. We gotta listen to that. That sounds sick. Um, want to listen to that after afterwards? I'm probably yeah. gonna stay on tonight and just do some do some sketch and do some designery. Do probably should do that too. Um, there is. I wasn't asking. I'm telling. Okay. There was where <laughs> yes, is sir. it? Oh, I've got another vampire vampire party. Mm. But no, th- this one is one of my favorites that I've ever found. It's this is a dark monas- monastery Gregorian chants. Oh. And it's just these like 
sounds like you're in like a dark gothic yeah like that like in like an echoed cathedral of just these monks just yeah it sounds pretty epic it's like if you're going into like a battle this is what you're this is your pump up song deep into that's what we're gonna start designing on in the background is cult you imagine that would get so into your head that it like it the sound of it just becomes normal and you just get so wired why do you keep why do the upside down crosses keep appearing in your in your work (laughs) oh you know it's it's a design it's a design element it'd be a bit weird but i also kind of enjoy it i let's dabble with it let's dabble with it we can dabble with it i'm here for it um i've got a couple i've got two things got two things for today one of them is probably going to be pretty quick the other one may go on slightly longer i'm not really sure um future breakfasts oh you ever heard of that term i brought this up yesterday but before that had, had you ever heard of this term no no unfortunate because it's fucking dope so again as and I, we were talking about this last night as we were as we were in the Discord doing some sketches after the pod as well. I was saying to you how I've I've come to terms with the fact that I have a severe man crush on Anders Warming. Yeah, this is confirmed big man crush. Very very strong. That's man the crush. that's the shot. That's that's the game for you. Every time you mention yes. Anders Warming, take a shot. Yes. <laughs> take a shot every time Dylan mentions Anders. A shot of espresso or something for you yeah i don't really drink much i had i had last time i had a alcoholic beverage was in april middle of april almost two months ago was it really over two months ago yeah yeah from what i can remember from what i can remember (laughs) anyways sidetracked future breakfasts so andrew's listening to a podcast with andrew's warming he's talking about the the bulk of the episode was less about what he had designed like it was less of the mini the z4 the this the that and the other yeah it was more of the yeah it's that's low-hanging fruit that's easy stuff right um this was more of the philosophy of how he approaches design and why he designs and what he's doing um it was it was also just after he had started warming design which mm. i think is relatively recent like him as a as a consultancy basically and i don't know how that's changing since he took up the position at rolls royce but right cuz i imagine that's not that it's a conflict of interest but like it's a conflict of time yeah it's, it's at his point i think he can do whatever the fuck he wants and the company's going to be like all right fair enough i mean it depends because he's like lead designers or design director at Rolls Royce. So like he's design director at Rolls Royce. He's kind of like looking over everything being done. Mm-hmm. And then the consultancy but he's, he's is the type probably... of guy that likes to be hands on though as well. True. I feel like maybe the consultancy is his way of still being hands on a lot more. It's probably it could be totally different yeah. too. Could not be cars, right? It could be like fucking I don't know, clothing, it's graphic mobility. design. It's future mobility, whatever that means. Oh, um, so it is okay. Maybe it is conflict of interest now. But 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 when he was in relation to this future breakfasts term, this is when he was at Mini, and if I remember correctly, 
and he was talking about how like thinking in the future, thinking future forward helps drive what goes on in a studio on a day-to-day basis, teaches people to be like well encouraged. And one thing that he really tried to get across the line, especially with his designers and the people in his team, and I think in general is a good practice, which is why it resonated with me, was that the concept of it's allowed, whatever whatever that is, it is allowed. Um, and, you know, I think of when I left Spartech and went to Earthscape for like the first week, part of me was like, did I make the right choice? Am I doing the right thing? But mm-hmm. that type of thinking is allowed when... And it's it was it was a bit it was just it's a bit of a head fuck, but it's also not. Mm. But because obviously there's certain stuff that is not allowed, you know, like murder, depending on what culture you're in. Right. Um. But the 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 whole concept of especially around ideas that all ideas are allowed, and there's no there's no such thing as a bad idea. There's just how close and how accurate it is to the goal that you're trying to accomplish. And even again, whatever the goal that you're trying to accomplish is. Whatever that goal is, that is also allowed, and that's an important thing. And that's what he would was trying to drive towards the designers on his team. And so, in in aims of encouraging that, every I think he said every Thursday in the morning for four hours, probably from like eight to twelve, he would have these things called future breakfasts, which was. I'm probably going to butcher the storytelling of it, but it was basically like he would get the morning catered, do croissants, coffee, biscuits, teas, et cetera, et cetera, like finger food type things, finger breakfast pastries. And he would have all the designers in the same room, all the creatives in the same room. And he would just say like, bring, bring ideas, bring stuff that you're working on, bring sketches, bring stuff written down on paper, bring anything, but the, fact that it is allowed is the topmost priority so you can he gives an analogy of an autonomous driving shoebox just as a bizarre thing to show that that in in this future breakfast space that is allowed because you don't know what the future is going to bring you don't know what that that could very well be a possible thing it's highly unlikely just from the sounds of it but it is possible and so just that that whole concept of a future breakfast and four hours minimum, basically a week inside of a of a major OEM dedicated to thinking of what does our future and what does the future look like. And it right. goes back to what you were saying the other day, where it's like designing and creating a future that we would want to be a part of. You know, that goes so far into our own brains like just the two of us Mm -hmm. and we kind of only touch on it for i don't think we think much of the future in the context of the podcast and con like it's not like we discuss what things are going to be like in 10 or 15 years very very frequently also because like we're 23 year old and basically fucking fetuses in the grand scheme yeah i'm already just worrying about going to work tomorrow i'm not thinking about fucking exactly 10 years so but but the whole idea that there was dedicated time to discuss that and to go through those things 
Yeah. That's just, that's just so cool. And that it resonated so much with me. I'm like, I can imagine like when we, when we have the big, a big design company studio and we're all, everyone comes in and we do it. We'll probably do it on a Thursday as well. We say, we have all these, these ideas and these projects. Maybe it's not a future breakfast because maybe we're not developing vehicles or anything like that, that thrives off of what it's, what things are going to be in the future, but how can we, how can we be different and how can we progress as a business, as a company, as a group, as creatives through those things? What does that look like? Bring these, bring these bizarre ideas, bring these strange ideas. Yeah. You know, so many of the best ideas that we've had in the last eight or nine months doing this has been during the podcast, talking about it very loosely, very casually, and then we'll say one thing and then the idea simply sticks. Like, yeah, strange, strange creatures, strange, yeah, exactly. Strange creatures existed in my head before the podcast, but it was only more confidently realized through that discussion. Same thing with our Polestar concepts. A lot of that was develops in the moment talking through the podcast. So it's quite interesting. It's like, it's dope. Yeah. You expand on it when you, when you talk about it, Mm -hmm. right? It's almost like that. um, You know, the other day when you asked me about my Polestar concepts like how does that fit the criteria like i know but like how how would you like say it and by going on that little mini rant (laughs) of Mm -hmm. mine i explored my own idea and evolved it within the conversation on the fly just because as i'm talking about it i'm like oh yeah i would explain it this way and oh yeah that does connect back to this and this and it means it does this this and this and it whatever it's almost like um I don't know. I'm sure, I know there's an there's an actual saying, a quote for, it, but it's like a type of thing where it's like if you can't explain it to someone else, then you don't fully understand it. Yeah, I know. What you're I think saying. there's an Einstein quote that's kind of that type of idea where it's like, um, if you can't teach it to someone else, like you you don't fully understand it or you don't understand it enough, right? Mm-hmm. It's that like back in like high school math class and you're like trying to use this like you know solve this problem this um this problem with uh this formula whatever and you're like yeah i know how to do that right and then you go do it and you're like actually i don't know how to do it i only knew how to do it in like the one specific way but then when you're like mm-hmm. talking to someone else about it and you're like oh yeah like you use this this which means then you can use it like this and then by doing that you kind of teach it to yourself as well yeah, by and talking you, through it, you kind of work out the kinks and the problems, right? Yeah. So I think it's kind of like that, right? Where people presenting their ideas like that yeah. not only, you know, further realize their own ideas and concepts, but then also inspire other people in that conversation mm-hmm. to A, tell and express their ideas, but then also develop their ideas based on what you've said. Exactly. Right. Like I would imagine like, you know, cause he's saying it was at the time when he was at mini, right. That he was doing I that. I believe it. I'm, I'm 99% and sure. And mini like they're always seem like a cool brand for, for interiors specifically. Mm-hmm. 
like uh, they do cool exteriors obviously too and their sketches and their renders always came out of mini were always really cool and like had a cool liveliness to them because it's mini it's supposed to be a fun brand a small little car you know it's whatever it's mini but there's something about like i'm sure there was some idea that eventually became a part of a car based on one of those oh completely it future breakfast where, future breakfast yeah where someone was like oh you know you bring something and they're like oh yeah, yeah. so i just was randomly sketching this weird shoe or this piece of clothing or this weird built house or this chair or something i think it's like, how the union jack taillights came into right. existence that would be cool if that's how they came into existence like that because like someone just out of the blue th- seeing it as like you know, I feel like it's one of those things if you're only looking at cars mm-hmm. when you're trying to design cars, you're missing out on a lot of inspiration. Big time. Because how do you make a car look like no other car? You know, if you're looking, looking at, at other, other cars, cars is definitely not a good way to is def- No, exactly. Because then it's going to look like other cars. Mm-hmm. Right? By looking at that was like sure. um well that was like Bruce. You'd say it was yeah. an auto, right? When he was like Okay, well, design a car for 2040. And then his problem would be like, you guys are looking at cars that are out now. Mm-hmm. So then they're all already like five years old or four years old, their design. Or you're looking yeah. at concept cars that came out 10 years ago, which would have been in development four years prior to that or something, right? Like, So it's like, well, how is it going to look completely different if you're already looking at older shit, right? Mm-hmm. and it's like when you see those crazy concepts and people would be like oh yeah i was inspired by a house <laughs> or a or a shoe or you know a piece of clothing a, a poster a, a product a chair whatever it is yeah some random object and they're like they see like yeah it doesn't mean you take like a here's this cool shoe and now i'm gonna put wheels on it and now it's a car it's like, no but they might someone might come up with this cool shoe and then someone be like hold on this line you've got there like there could be something to that and then Mm -hmm. you know it's just a viable thing like that because you're opening up to all these other different avenues where people are just like i had this cool idea (laughs) all right share it and And it's purely collaborative too right and that's yeah that's because yeah because seems to be the best part how many times between us or between us and seb and sean or other people in the clay room or something where like we're trying to come up with an idea and someone says like, Oh, I've been thinking about this. And then someone else hears that and thinks of it or interprets it in a different way. And then they're like, yeah, but what about if you did like that? And you're like, Oh fuck, I didn't even think about it like that. Cause you're so stuck about thinking about it the one way. So that's the yeah. idea. And then someone else hears it or sees it. And they're like, Oh, that's again, like Bruce always encouraged us in auto to like sketch each other's cars. Mm, right true. and sometimes seb and i would do that or matt most of the time i'd go up to matt and be like you know let me draw this for you <laughs> please because you suck. or like or actually no the best example where it was actually not just for fun but it worked was with john for the clay project oh yeah because he was asking um me seb and matt for help mm-hmm. and we weren't being condescending and be like Haha, you have to ask her. We weren't like that John was asking my opinion on a part of the design. And I was like, do you mind 
I wasn't just be like, I'm, let yeah, me sketch this I remember for you. That. You you I was like, you do you mind? You could do that. I was like, could I sketch the car how I would sketch it? And he's like, yeah. please. So I whip out a piece of paper and a chart pack or something like that or a marker. And I sketch it how I would draw the car. And mm-hmm. he automatically, there was actually a part, of, like at this line, this really sharp kind of like crease line that I actually liked. It looked really cool. And the way I sketched it, I was like, this is how I would use this line because it's a really cool mm-hmm. line, really cool surface change. And he saw that. He was like, huh, I didn't think of it in that way. But that was, I was looking at his sketch and his model, and that's how I came up with it. Which maybe you could say, mm-hmm. yeah, he wasn't communicating his idea that he had in his head as well as it is in his head, which that's part, is it's probably part true. It, it's always, but... things always turn like that. It's always hard to make it communicate mm-hmm. perfectly how you're thinking about it, right? But he saw my sketch and was like, that's how you thought of it. Going off of what I did, that, like, that's what you, that's how you interpret that, right? And then Seb would sketch something different. And Matt would sketch something different. You know, but he would look at it and be like, oh, I didn't see it that way. That's kind of interesting. And then he would take bits of it because he'd be like, oh, like, that's actually more interesting, right? It's still his idea, mm-hmm. but it was without collaborating, you miss out on a lot of other people's feedback and ideas like that, right? Like takes on your idea. Oh, totally, totally. Right? To- like the without without the collaboration, like without having say you as a bouncing as a bouncing board to mm-hmm. to check ideas off of and vice versa. It's like the whole pole star thing is would probably be a lot less cool than they currently are the podcast itself would be pretty shit if it was just one of us. And even like the ideas that we've come up with through the context of this show, half those sticky notes may not be up on your wall because they've just come out of collaborative conversation. A lot of them are random shit you said. I'm like, hold on a second. What did you just say? (laughs) Hold on. Let me write that down. Let me write that down. Let me write that down. And it was exactly right. Like it's, it seems so simple. But it's, it does because it's almost like maybe you take it for granted, which is which is nice that we have each other and Seb and Sean and a bunch of other people that we mm-hmm. can bounce ideas off and get honest feedback. Because, again, we're all we're all like on different levels of sensitive. And, and, True. and you know, when it comes to feedback, which is natural, right? Like some people are more sensitive than others, whatever. I'm a very sensitive mm-hmm. person. But through Humber, I think we've all kind of learned the way of giving feedback and taking feedback pretty mm-hmm. well. So we all understand, okay. And if we all know each other, we're all close. It's like, okay, we know we're not just trying to ruin each other's lives <laughs> and work. Like, we want to give honest feedback. Most, time, most of the time. Most, most time. of the time. If it's not, it's a joke. Exactly. Until right? it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's a time if one of us really close is really destroyed. I mean, maybe with times yeah. when we're low sleep and we're just pissed off and then we yeah. make up later on, but it's... To, yeah, yeah. No one's ever gotten, like, super pissed. No, and again... No one's ever had a real blow-up. If anyone has had a big blow-up, it's it's been self-inflicted. Yeah. And they've done it to themselves, and they they know that, and they don't take it out on anyone, so... Yeah, but it's but it's something about that, like yeah, like you said with the pulsar thing, it's like, hey, what I'm thinking this, and then you'd be like, yeah, but why do you think of it like that? Instead, I'm like, holy shit, why didn't I think about that? 
fuck, why did literally five seconds of conversation on, on my ideas is already my interpretation of my own idea is already different. Yeah. And, and that's that's most time for the thing. better. Right? Yeah. The more yeah. more interpretations, the more views on an idea, the better, right? Because you're looking at it more. It's like ideation for the idea. <laughs> right? Because you're like that's a good way to put it. Because it's as you're looking at as many different variations of the idea already, right? Like mm-hmm. okay, you know. Okay, I'm doing a Polestar pavilion, but now that's still very open ended. Okay, I've got a mm-hmm. a rough form that I'm going with. Well, it's funny because sti- a pavilion quite literally is open ended. Yeah, sure, actually, because it doesn't have walls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then that was good. That was an intentional uh, pun there. Fucking like um, but now I've got a rough form, but there's still so many variations, and that's yeah, more on the actual ideation itself but just the idea of being like here's my story there's already so many different ways right and like mm-hmm. bouncing off you and being like oh what if like this or like that and i'm like oh i didn't even think of it like that you know yeah. it's super powerful cons- it's you know i'm considering changing the name of our saturday morning discord design sessions to future breakfasts Hundred percent. Rip off the name. That's ours now. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we've got to copyright it. We're gonna call the episode "Future Breakfasts." I just, it's, it's such a captivating idea, and you know, I like ultimately like it's sorry. it's something it's something I would love to be a part of. You know, if if oh, a, totally. any company oh I was God, a part totally. of, I was like, okay, Thursday mornings, everyone's calendar is busy because you're all gonna be in this room. You're all gonna be chatting and it's encouraged that you bring something no matter how dumb or outrageous or ludicrous the idea is you are encouraged to bring something it's okay if you don't yeah but you should contribute if you don't i i just love two things maybe three Mm. things first of all i was like thinking seven maybe seven now actually um i like the i the first thing was that was exactly when you told me about it and my reaction was, man, I would love to be a part of a team like that. Yeah. Right? To feel not only like my ideas are respected, but they're wanted. And mm-hmm. and I'm encouraged to just be crazy and think of really crazy cool shit, you know? Yes. That don't like, you know, classic phrase, you know, think outside the box. But just, just forget the box. Just think inside outside whatever yeah just whatever um so that was cool second i would love in the yeah bdc future breakfast but i would almost say on a friday and here's my reasoning for it is the kind of the same reasoning as why i love that there's food in Mm. a future breakfast not because i like just like food but it's also one of the (laughs) points but there's something about you bring food you bring drinks into it i think automatically people become more relaxed true and more um collaborative i don't know if it's like an it's like a primal thing in people but whenever there's like a bunch of people in one group and there's food involved 
it's like this old primal feeling of like you're gathering around the fire to eat with your mm. fellow humans, mm. right? And it's that place That's of true. storytelling and sharing ideas and connecting with each other. It's like when we did the brainstorm session with Sandro in fourth year and he brought cookies. He, yeah, because and we fucking walked away with like two <laughs> two, two boxes, boxes each. of Oreos. We came back to the house we're like, guys, we got cookies. <laughs> We got cookies, just put four boxes of cookies on the table. Yeah, I, I, but yeah, like who doesn't like food, right? And it's almost, it's a great icebreaker too. If people are nervous because like don't want to share ideas or whatever. All right, have some coffee, have some cookies. I'm going to take the last Oreo. I'm going to last, I'm going to take the last box. No, it's just like, (laughs) it opens people up Mm -hmm. when it comes to feeling more comfortable like that, right? And I think what also is really powerful about that is it's a great way to help shut your brain off. Actually, I shouldn't say shut your brain mm. off because you need your brain to think. What it does is it shut allows you shut your overthinking. It allows you to get out of your own way oh, when it shit, comes to thinking, good. right? And that's why I think on a Friday would be good because you're already on a Friday. You're like, it's the end of the week. You're thinking about the weekend. It's like you're already feeling a bit more free. Mm-hmm. I mean, first, it'd be nice to have like BDC where people aren't just waiting for Friday and feeling they're not free, but like the, yeah. but the feeling of, of the weekend. Right. And it's that mm-hmm. again, further Friday morning with the food and drink, it's the end of the week. Let's all over the week ideas that we've come up with on our own time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's share and hang out. And I think that would be pretty, um, pretty, pretty special. There was one other thing I was just going to say now, but now <laughs> oh, oh no, fuck. you've lost it. Typical me, man. I, I was thinking of something, but I... Uh... Future breakfasts, doing it on Friday, food. Yeah, I don't even remember Workshops, cookies. Straight up connected with that or not, to be honest. Oh, it's no, totally that was the idea. Imagine if something like that was implemented into Humber. And I... Mm. I kind of, my idea went kind of extreme right away. And I was like, imagine in fourth year at the time of the clay project for us in auto, where Mm -hmm. it was our biggest story driven project other than thesis and chair, maybe other than those two. And I, I can't remember what the product guys would be doing at that time, but I was doing BRP, BRP, doing and then ABC, ABC. But what all these it, fucking acronyms, man! All these acronyms, man! It's all like professional sounding. Um, WTF? It's literally it's like anti anti ball crushing technology or whatever. <laughs> it's stupid, but when you have the acronym, it sounds good. It sounds professional. <laughs> but it's you imagine if like product and auto all got together mm. in one class and there was food, there was drinks and each side gave feedback on the other side, each side. I'm going to call it <laughs> it's sides. Well, that's, what, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Cause it almost felt like that. But what it if did. it wasn't side auto side product and it was, everyone came together to give feedback in each other's ideas. So for ABC, wouldn't you want a little bit of idea generation and feedback and like random conversation with people who are in auto? 
And then Probably. as as an auto, if you're trying to do some really futuristic vehicle, it's almost like a fucking product like mine. Or you're trying to mm. storytelling and all this stuff. Wouldn't it be cool to have, you know, there's six of you in a class. Wouldn't it be cool to have the other 24 people in the program <laughs> in the year give feedback on that stuff? There's de- there's a complete and total benefit to it. I would I would I would think so, right? Total like benefit. there's there's nothing wrong that can come out of that other than like people being like, oh, we're wasting time. What's like, well, you don't have to turn out if you don't want to, I guess. But like it's not forced. Mm. You don't have to do it, but like I don't know. Well, I think should. that would be amazing because I don't know how many times like, you know, would be just out of auto and we're in the clay room sketching and some guys on the product side would come over and see something like, yo, that's that's a really cool sketch, or that's like well, you guys sketch very differently or, you know, it's more, less manufacturing, more story. Like, that's kind of like, cool. There's only six of you? There's only six of you? Uh, there's only four of you in the room right now? But it's like, they might see something and be like, actually, I'm going to take that type of storytelling from auto or that type of form mm-hmm. or that sketching style and bring that to mind. Then we might see something in product and be like, huh, like the way like they put a little manufacturing into that or the, the, the detailed treatment. Or maybe in the presentation or something and take that and put that into ours. And it's just this, I don't know, I think that'd be a really cool um, collaboration because it did feel like, especially with how small auto is, it did feel a bit like we're on our little own little island. Yeah. And it was Void like... Void from everyone else. You know, yeah. And it was kind of like weird feeling. I don't know. I, I just think, think, I, think cool. in, I think in general, even with thesis, if, because oh, a lot of thesis, thesis, a lot of thesis felt very siloed and very individual and they're like there's nothing stopping you from talking to your classmates about it it's like that's true nothing is physically stopping us just the fact that we have to do x amount of pages in six hours and submit that for a mark by the end of class that's what's stopping me yeah and also it's quiet in the room and i have to walk over to the other side of the room and talk to someone i don't usually talk to and say hey hey this Mm -hmm. is a really like your project idea like it's yeah, if there was more space, like, yeah, you imagine thesis, man? How many times did, like, we're almost at the end of thesis, and I would walk over to someone and be like, that's a really cool thesis project topic. And I didn't even know their yeah. topic for, like, eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. How, like, what? Like, you know. I think if, be... they, if they can structure it so that there's two hours in the morning mm. on thesis day, thesis was, like, eight to one. Or eight to two? Eight to one thirty. Eight to one thirty. Eight to one thirty. Yeah. If right. they changed that and say they had thesis discussion as eight to ten in the morning. And then from ten to three thirty, there was the thesis class, as per usual. Mm. To implement that immediate feedback. That's instant. It's right away. It's right after you've had two hours to discuss your stuff with someone else. Obviously, that's two hours of extra time. You have to pay a professor, professors, and two more hours of class time that gets taken away from some other course, potentially. But I I think that would significantly change things. I would make the the quality and the level of fidelity in these projects, it would be exponentially higher. I think so, right? Because the power of collaborations, we've seen it, is, is huge, right? Like Even in just the first semester, maybe for the first half of the second semester as well. That's, yeah. 
that would be 12, 14, 7, 21 weeks, two hours. That's 42 hours of collaborative feedback at a minimum. That'd be amazing. You can't tell me you can't do a fucking kick-ass project after 42 hours of collaborative yeah, feedback. Yeah, think of all the ideas. I don't know if people are being too like delicate with their ideas, but I don't want to give out ideas, but it's like, too delicate. Cares, it man? is. It's too delicate and too siloed. Yeah, which is like the whole opposite of what it should be. Like, I remember in like research and the, the profs would be like, to me, like, oh, you know, you're not doing anything very similar to everyone else. Mm-hmm. But like, you should go look at this because it's almost like yours or this. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be looking at stuff that's almost like mine. I want to be looking at stuff that has nothing to do with what I'm with doing. Mine. Exactly. I want someone to come over who's doing something totally different. Mm-hmm. And then like, like I I wanted like, I would want to, I mean, this stuff is easy because I did talk to Seb because we're close, but, <laughs> but like, I would want to like, you know, see what Seb's doing and see the form development he's doing on the helmet mm-hmm. and like, see how that would inspire me or, you know, get, get someone who is doing something totally different. Yeah. And put those people together and be like, here, give crazy ass ideas to each other. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk. Yeah. I think that'd be um They could they can get it catered. The Humber Room can yeah. cater. Just bring coffee, muffins. Literally yeah, just man. That. Like, coffee, muffins, and some fucking cookies, and maybe like there's a bowl of fruit. Yeah. I don't know. Bowl of fruit, big pack of Tim bits, and like some coffee, and that's you know, if I went back to Humber and became a professor and became I would a program do coordinator, I would implement that instantly. Well, what's now thinking about I'll it, auto? I'll, I'll, I'll monitor the two-hour class. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Do you, well, think about it now. Auto kind of did have that, but it was because we were so small that we didn't really have a hmm. an option not to. Like Bruce would sit down with one of us and see like, oh, fuck, what are you guys doing? What are you doing, Zach? And then he'd be like, oh, everyone, so shit. everyone, come here. Because <laughs> you'd want to roast the front of this boy me. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. But like, but from doing that, everyone learned because everyone was close and, and it was sure. so small that we're all sitting there beside each other sketching. And then Bruce would come over and basically talk to everyone all the time at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. It was very connected like that. But I feel like maybe within product, not so much. And then between product and auto, definitely not yeah no you know it's well i think it's a shame it's a bit of a a wasted opportunity i think that could be uh Mm -hmm. i think that'd be extremely valuable it it more i think it'd be cool to at least try it collaboration and then if no one take does anything with it then fine fair enough that's their then that's their problem you can say well we tried it all the timbits and all the cookies and all the coffee yeah but I think I think not just setting it up, but setting it up and do a quick little presentation of why they're doing it or mm-hmm. why the profs think that is a valuable two hours. Hello, Zach. Dude, the power went out. Did it actually? The power went out and so the Wi-Fi hasn't reconnected yet. Okay, no worries. I'm going to finish the episode here then. Um, are you, okay. You're still recording on your end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll I wrap this up. I can stop it now then. Yeah, I've got you on voice on uh, speakerphone here, so you're actually talking straight into the microphone. Um, uh, okay, perfect. So anyone can send us an email to hide out the process podcast at gmail.com and Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What's the Instagram? 
process underscore underscore podcast beautiful uh i'll hopefully chat to you in a little bit then if you can get that power going hopefully yeah waiting for the wi-fi to come back on so beautiful is the power back on though at least uh power is on yes beautiful hopefully hopefully we'll see zach back and we can do uh we can do another episode (laughs) tomorrow and uh ladies and gentlemen we will see you on thursday peace Some creative assembly required.